welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. And the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Special thank you to the folks at Mid-America RV, one of our longest-running sponsors. Taking it back to radio days on a Saturday morning. Right from the top. I mean, right from the start, I should say. Yeah, they have. uh, And so, like I said, special thanks to them. We're going to get into a lot today. Uh, we're getting into that part of the year where there's a lot going on in every sport. We're going to talk a little bit about football things going on in the NFL, a little bit of baseball news. And if you were listening to the show yesterday, you know that I realized today's all-star weekend. It snuck up on me. I've had it like on a calendar to talk about things. Thankfully, I realized that yesterday we're going to look at some of these all-star rosters past and present. And maybe I should have to send an apology to Paul Gasol, who apparently is the greatest basketball player of all time, if you read my Twitter. And then we'll also get into just some randomness that we usually do. But I I do want to start the show with this Matt Stafford, Kelly Stafford photographer thing. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. It was a really bad look for one Matty Stafford. But now he and his wife have come out and they've said that they're going to pay for the photographer's medical bills. And all of her equipment as well. That is a very nice thing to do because, boy, was it not their fault that she fell and broke her spine. Yeah, I mean, it's going to sound kind of heartless, but like, pay attention to where you're at. If you're standing on a giant podium, like 8 or 10 feet up in the air, I would be pretty aware of, like, hey, where does this thing fall off at so I don't fall, what kind of person or my equipment. can stand next to that, like, edge that high up and not pay attention it would freak me out and i am i'm glad that she's okay and i'm I'm happy that the rams and matt stafford and his family are doing this they didn't have to do it though but they are mm-hmm. was it a bad look by matt stafford to like turn and be like oh shit we talked about that yesterday mm-hmm. he's drunk not that that's an excuse but like he's clearly not thinking straight so he didn't it's have also, to do that it's also probably the point that he didn't think it was that far of a drop because i bet you he wasn't hanging around the edge <laughs> I bet he's just up there walking around in the middle where it's all safe. And then probably went to his teammates and was like, dude, someone just fell off. I just watched him. And then it's like, oh, I actually just watched someone break their back. Right. So I'll pay for your medical bills. And also, I mean, his wife did go directly to the edge of the state. And his wife is a sweetheart from from what it seems like. I mean, she's battled cancer herself. She's survived. She's (laughs) very involved in the community. I feel Uh like she's willing to help anybody and everybody. I wouldn't say sweetheart. She's a very nice person. She's not a... I guess you know something I don't. Quote, unquote, sweetheart. She was a Georgia cheerleader. I saw her do an interview where she openly said she dated the backup quarterback to make Matt Stafford jealous. So I don't know if I'm throwing out the term sweetheart. Oh, she could be a petty sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she's probably a good person. and But sweetheart is probably not the, the term that I would use to describe her. Nice person. We'll settle with nice person. Yeah, also a very attractive person she is. It, she, there was no delay on her part. It was like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? I'm going to go check on this girl. So good on her to do that. Again, Matt Stafford, I don't know what your expectation was out of this guy. Do you think that his drunk ass was going to jump eight feet off the stage and be like, hey, let me check on you? Superman. Like, clearly Super his, Stafford. <laughs> his, his wife had it taken care of. And it is. It's a very nice gesture by them. I mean, they're not going to miss the couple thousand dollars that it takes to replace those cameras. They're, they're not even going to No, but those medical it. bills are going to be through the roof because it's a back issue. I actually like, don't well, think there goes your Super Bowl business. Depending on. And this is a really good, like, PR thing. Like, we're going to pay for her medical bills. You mean you're going to pay for her deductible with her insurance? Thanks for the $300. Ah, that's a solid point, actually. Right. Like, they're not the $3, like, $3, No, 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 no. Don't run the insurance card. We got this. It's like, yeah, we'll pay your deductible and maybe, you know, Geico this shit and pay for some work uh, time that she missed on work. I don't think they're shelling out like $50,000 for like the x-rays and any type of surgery or anything like that that she needs. The, you know, your insurance point, better be paying for that. 
That's a solid point. <laughs> wow. Oh, I paid for the medical bills. <laughs> nah, you pay the deductible. Uh-huh. Which is still a nice thing to do. Very but much so. But State Farm's over here like, oh, here's the freaking rest of it. <laughs> yeah, let's be real about what the expenses are. The cameras are going to be the most expensive thing. Probably. Because those, I don't I know do why. I do wonder how she landed it to break both cameras and your back. Well, if I've watched the film. Yeah. She puts her cameras over, like, over her shoulder on her back. So they're like strapped on her back. Mm-hmm. And then she's taken a selfie, not a selfie. She's taken a, like an iPhone photo of Matt and Kelly Stafford. And she goes to back up and she falls off backwards. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she, I mean, she probably landed on those cameras. The thing you love the most will kill you. <laughs> right? It's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess good on Matt and Kelly Stafford and the Rams and who is, whoever is paying for this. Because honestly, I don't feel like they had to. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not like he pushed her. He didn't bump into her. He wasn't like drunk and doing stuff and you know, she fell down. It was just a little bit of an accident to where, I mean, if he reacts and he goes over and checks on her, it's probably a non-story. Yeah. So maybe next time, moral of the story. Check on people if they fall down. Don't walk off. <laughs> Don't pay deductibles. <laughs> right? Uh, but it is. It's very nice of Matt Stafford to pay the deductible, pay for a new camera. I wonder if she's getting, like, the, exa- the same model. Are we going to upgrade that? <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, my camera was, it was 2014. But I'm going to tell you 2016. Just to see if I can get an, get an upgrade. <laughs> Funny thing about my camera is it was actually a telescope, too. So, yeah. I'm going to need the Stafford's best. like, uh, don't believe you. That's a disposable camera. Here's six of them. I know in the video it looks like I'm holding two cameras. There were actually seven, though, because the way that my camera's set up, they're like transformers, and you bring out little cameras from each one. So, it's $90,000. The most $90, expensive <laughs> part of that's going to be the lenses. I don't know anything about cameras. Yeah, you want a lens for your camera? North of $500. Sheesh, yeah. Um, other quarterback news in the NFL is the Green Bay Packers, they have hired Tom Clements as quarterback coach. He was the quarterback coach with the Packers for God, a long time, when Aaron Rodgers got there and early on in his career. This is an Aaron Rodgers move. I'm sure that Tom Clements is good at his job. He mentored Aaron Rodgers early in his career. I do think this is the Green Bay Packers looking at this situation and saying, okay, Denver, you took Nathaniel Hackett. We're going to bring back the OG guy that Aaron loved, and we're going to try to keep him. I've, I don't think Aaron Rodgers leaves the Green Bay Packers. That's where I'm at with that situation. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting to as well, reading all the stories on it with Tom Clements, which is, is good for the Green Bay Packers to bring him back. But now the situation is, this is just so annoying of Aaron Rodgers. So just oh. like, I don't know, just threaten your – Threaten everything to get your way. It's Probably. just super. It's just super. Petty. And we'll see how that works out. You know, I, even looking at the basketball world, LeBron being like, "I want Russell Westbrook." Now, hindsight, we know that was a bad move. Hell, mm-hmm. the Anthony Davis move might have been a bad one too. So I think there is it. There's kind of a catch twenty two with some of these players where they want certain things, but that's not that's not good. Yeah, it's the, the players aren't the same as what they used to be. You know, like, if you're playing pickup basketball and you get to draft your team, sometimes you don't pick your best friend. You wait because he actually sucks. And you're like, nope, I'm going to take this dude. I hate his guts, but he's good at basketball, so I'll have there, him on my team. Been there several times. Like, oh, sorry, man, I forgot you were standing in line. <laughs> I just didn't make eye contact with you. <laughs> I, I didn't see you back there standing <laughs> above everyone else. But Directly I do, in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is a big – Let's try to keep Aaron Rodgers. And it is probably also a good move, even like the Nathaniel Hackett stuff. Like, it, it was probably a good move as a head coach to hire him. But it also, like, it might have gotten you closer to Aaron Rodgers. I feel the same way about Green Bay and what they're doing. Like, this might get you closer to keeping Aaron Rodgers. So you pull the trigger on it and you try to make it happen, which it does make sense. And I also look at it, too, as, a you know, what I've kind of pointed before, if you were to leave or just stay. That division is almost like an easy win for him right now. Yeah, I mean, it has been for the last 15 years. Yeah, the Packers are going to have no problem, once again, going through and dominating that division and rolling into the playoffs as number one or number two seed. You just have to take care of business everywhere else. Right. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers does that. Now, the well, thing like is, 
like we've talked about with the NFC, it's a very down year for the NFC. Very much so. And you know, another guy in the NFC, I heard Jeremy Fowler talking about it this morning on SportsCenter, is your guy Russell Wilson. A lot of people, uh, myself included, kind of thought that he might get moved this year. It's sounding more and more like he's actually going to stay in Seattle. And that the you know offseason this year is a little bit different than last offseason, and things are working out and going more smoothly. I mean, it was by this time last year, I think it was during the Super Bowl, Russell Wilson was doing the Dan Patrick show, and that's kind of when things started with the drama. I thought he did that uh, like after the draft. I thought it was more towards the summer. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Cause yeah, we were all just been. like, is it a good idea to trade him right now? Like you, there's Everything you trade for him is going to be for next year's draft. But yeah. But, I mean, this year, I just – it's so hard to move on from these quarterbacks. Like, if you do it, if you move on from Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, who are you replacing them with? Green Bay is a little bit easier because you drafted a guy in the first round. I don't know if he's any good, but you did draft him in the first round. Yeah. But with Seattle, that's that's going to be a tough sell to your community, to your fan base of, hey, we got rid of the best quarterback we've ever had. But it's okay because here comes Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that we've kicked the shit out of for the last four years. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that Seattle would probably do is just go get one of these other guys to just kind of fill in for a year or two. I don't know. It's just it's right. so weird to me because it's it's so weird how these guys can go. Actually, you know, would rather go somewhere else and play, don't want to be here anymore, and then just stay. And the <laughs> fan base is supposed to be like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You're our savior. We don't know what we'd do without you. Right. You know exactly what you do. You move on, just like you do every other year, just like they're trying to do. Uh-huh. I do think Russell Wilson leaving Seattle would be the best thing for him, though. Like, I think Seattle's reached a point where you just kind of got to move on from that era of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Yeah, the only thing that's difficult is those two great receivers they have. Well, they do, but then, you, like, you look at the defense, and it's, it's not anything special anymore. Offensive line's not great. It never, never has, has been. been. Yeah. You, you don't have a running game. They can't stay healthy, even if you do. You're coming off the worst year you've ever had, record-wise. With Russell Wilson as your quarterback. Yeah, yep. First losing season ever for Russell Wilson. Uh, I, I guess the where's the grass greener, though, if, if you're Russell Wilson? You're trying to go to the Raiders? Trying to go to Indianapolis? I don't know. I don't know where's a better situation for you. I, I think sometimes we look at it and like, oh, yeah, that'll be great. But it's not. So I don't, I don't know what he would do. And also... I mean, he did put out his list of teams, which I never remember because I feel like we've had eight of them now. He's not going to the Cowboys. He's not going to the Giants. They don't want him. The Saints used to look like a pretty attractive landing mm-hmm. spot. <laughs> no thanks. Unless you're trying to get to Tampa. And if I'm the Seahawks, there's no chance in hell I'm trading you to Tampa Bay. Yeah, but like, and I get that too from a team standpoint. The thing is, though, is you're probably not going to run into Tampa Bay. Yeah, you're like probably not. If you not. move on from Russell Wilson, you're probably not making it to but the playoffs. The reason why I wouldn't do it is because they are probably winning a Super Bowl. So you just you don't want Russell Wilson to go win another Super Bowl? Absolutely not. <laughs> if I'm the Seahawks, hell no. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think the Patriots were like, hey, Tom Brady, best of luck to you. Go win another Super Bowl. No, they're like, fuck that guy. We want to win the Super Bowl. I guess that's true. Yeah, I don't think any team in the NFL would be like, man, I, I really I'm hope that Aaron Rodgers wins one in Denver. <laughs> no. They I'm yawning because I'm really thinking through, like, damn, I guess I wouldn't want. I, I'm looking as if, like, if Patrick Mahomes left, like, Psh, I don't want you to win anymore. You don't want to win with us, so I don't want you to win. Mm-hmm. I think that would maybe be a little bit different. If we're being honest, wherever he goes, I go. So that's what, okay, that's from a fan base point of view. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little bit different. Are there Seahawks fans that will, like, follow Russell Wilson? Yes, but that's a, a fan perspective, not a team perspective. If I were the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes was like, nope, I'm not working with that guy. Well, you know what? Fuck you then. <laughs> I'm bringing in Shane Bouchelle, and we're going to win a Super Bowl here. That would be my thought process on it. Shane Bouchelle is going to be the savior, huh? Him and Sam Ellinger are going to take over the league. I'm happy for you. I'm happy <laughs> that's what you think. And also, uh, one year ago on this day, the Indianapolis Colts traded for Carson Wentz. They did. They sure did. I remember one of my friends loving Carson Wentz. I don't remember 
which one it was. I have so many. Did the friend ever stop loving him, or did he just get quiet about it? No, uh, he tried to make people believe that he didn't, but we all know that he didn't. <laughs> it's tough. It's, I think that... he said he wanted to run a train on Carson Wentz. I don't remember, but it was no, no, no hop on the hype train. <laughs> I, I can see how that confused you. Yeah, and then uh, I think he screamed "choo choo" mm-hmm. into a microphone, or should I say, I choo chewed. Really yeah. loud into a microphone, thinking that Carson Wentz was just going to tear it up in Indianapolis. I am happy to see that a lot of people are kind of on board and realizing, uh, hey, mediocre receiver room. The only <laughs> thing you really had was running game. The only thing you had touchdowns, was the best offensive lineman and the best running back in the league. Yep. And a really good up-and-coming receiver in Michael Pittman. Other that's than that. It. <laughs> that's it. Nobody else to throw to. No tight end. T.Y. Hilton. That's it. Yeah. Michael Pittman is good. I like Michael Pittman. Yeah. I've liked him since coming out of USC. I mean, who would be good in that situation? God. You know. None of them drafted in the first round. It's like Aaron Rodgers all over again. could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And he it, was dealing with some injuries. I still think year two, you know, we always say two-year bump, quarterback and a coach. And then off. Here's the problem. He's, he's not going to be there. He's going to Magic Johnson this thing. He's going to get Wentz cut. Carson isn't going to be there? Uh-uh. No. His uh, – his, Contract is set up that if he is there after, like, March 19th. I just saw it this morning, and I wish I remember the details. If he's there on March 19th, he's, like, a $30 million quarterback. If he's not there, it's, like, an 18 or $15 million hit. So you're about to save yourself 15 to $18 million, something ridiculous like that. So then who gone. are you replacing him with? <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, Sam Ellinger. Oh, my God, no way. <laughs> Anyone? There is no way as a general manager about it. Can go three years with three different quarterbacks. It'd be tough. It would be. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep him, but they do really have to weigh their options of like, hey, what else do we have that's out there? And I am joking. I don't think it's Sam Ellinger, um, but maybe it is a replacement level guy. Maybe not exactly Jacoby Brissett. Maybe it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. You say, hey, come in here for a year. We're going to try to draft our quarterback and find him. I would go for Russell Wilson, and if I don't get it, I'm sticking with Carson Wentz and bringing yeah. him a receiver, another receiver. Again, the thing is, though, with these quarterbacks, they have no trade clauses. I mean, so, if you're Russell Wilson, I would love to go to Indianapolis. I don't know that I would love being in Indianapolis. You get to play in a dome. you got a great running back, an Pretty offensive easy line division. that can protect you, mm-hmm. an easy division. You just got to worry about the Titans. Yeah, the thing, but the Colts have never been on his list. I guess it's time to reconsider, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to Dallas. So. <laughs> not going to New York, right? And not or, anymore. But who is the fourth team? The Raiders, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Saints. Those yeah, the I think the Saints watched. are still possibly a good option for him. You think so? If they can find a way to afford it, <laughs> yeah. The Saints, they are such a weird situation. They, again, once again, owe so much money in salary cap that I don't know how they're going to do it. And I don't know that adding Russell Wilson's contract is going to help down there. And I also don't know that he's going to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, Dennis Allen, let's go, defensive guy. It's also the fact that Michael Thomas probably doesn't want to be there anymore and Alvin Kamara might not be playing next year. (laughs) Jail or not in jail? We still have not seen an update on that. Which is weird because when it happened, we were talking about how quickly Vegas worked on things. It's like, yeah. oh, by the end of the week, we're going to know what's yeah. up with him. But I don't, I don't I also haven't been looking for it. But I, honestly, I've been pretty tied up in baseball. And I thought it was funny because yesterday on the show, I was talking about how every time I see Jeff Passon tweet, uh-huh. like a little bit of me dies. And then this motherfucker does a Q&A session. <laughs> I have his tweet notifications on. So it's like, okay. There's one tweet, whatever. There's another tweet, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I look at it, and he's like, oh, let's just uh, have a little Q&A session. They had, he ripped off like eight to ten tweets. That's why you don't feel good today. Jeff probably so. you over. I, I'm depressed about baseball. You got to send him a message. You're like, thanks. Hey, you're ruining my health. Yeah, you stressed me out me. so much that I am sick today. Peek behind the curtain. I don't feel well. Jordan flu game. I'm here, though. Dude's rocking some Crocs and some joggers. That right. doesn't have anything to do with me not feeling well, though. That uh, is, I've never seen you just strolling wearing your Crocs. <laughs> Excuse me? It's called fashion. Uh, yeah. As my daughter Maddie tells me, if you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. 
<laughs> yeah, that is hysterical. How in the world have I never heard of that? Uh, you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. That is fantastic. From the mind of a seven-year-old, or wherever else she. Oh man, heard it. And when she wears her Crocs, we'll do uh, like Croc high fives. <laughs> then we yeah. say, "If you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking." And my daughter Maya was like, "You guys are fucking idiots. I'm not going to Walmart with you two. She doesn't say the F word. It's like the one that she doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's. Crocs are, are rocking today, but Major League Baseball and the Players Association did meet yesterday. They met for 15 minutes. I saw somebody else. It wasn't Jeff Passan. It was somebody else who's like, okay, uh, the owners are here or whatever. They just went in, and it was like at noon. At 12.15, he was like, they're already done. Like They, they, they left. <laughs> Why even schedule a meeting if it's going to be 15 minutes? Because they, they went in thinking they were just going to power through and get their way, and they walked in and said, oh, you're not changing your mind? You still want this? We're done. We're leaving. Yep. Baseball is pretty confusing, too. Um, one thing that I was looking at, and because of Jeff Passan yesterday, it was like this Super 2 stuff. And it's very confusing as a, if you're going to get your contract renewed, if you're going to go to arbitration. And I've been following baseball pretty closely for – 10 plus years more than that 12 years like closely looking at prospects and contracts and shit like that and it's still so confusing that i don't know when this guy's about to get paid sometimes i'm confused as to when they're going to hit the free agent market yeah i mean i am as well with it so with it being the six years that means the team has complete control they're six they're in the majors for six years before they can become a free agent get a contract extension anything like that correct right and the players want to move it to two years. No, they want to move it to, I think it was like four years or like make an age thing out of it. But the way that it works is like, say you call up a player mm-hmm. out of spring training. Yeah, like, This is our guy. He's a rookie. He's going to make our opening day roster. He plays that full rookie year. That counts as one year. He plays that next year as two years. And then he can get arbitration to where they, he puts out a dollar amount that he wants. The team puts out a dollar amount that they're willing to pay. And then somebody looks at it and says, yeah, we're going to side with the player. That's the appropriate amount of money mm-hmm. for him. And sometimes they agree to deals before that. They'll look at it and be like, hey, we're pretty close on this. Meet in the middle. There you go. Yeah. But some of these players, most of these players, and this is the way that the league gets manipulated, is that some of these players don't make the opening day roster. Most of them do not make the opening day roster. They come up in like May. So they play May and through October or whatever. That doesn't count as a full year. And then they'll play their second year. That doesn't count as a full year. So they're like, you haven't hit arbitration yet because you haven't played two full seasons. It's like, hold up, bitch. I played one and three-four seasons. Why am I not getting to? And that's one thing that the players are really upset about. Uh, you know, even like guys like Bobby Witt last year. It's like, hey, he's killing it in the minor leagues. Why are they not? Why are they not bringing him up? And it was because they want to manipulate his contract. They want to hold on to him for longer. So now instead of it being six seasons that Bobby Witt will be a Royal, it'll be seven. Which kind of works out if you're a fan of the team. But also I think most rational people look at it and they're like, hey, you're kind of screwing over the players here. This isn't right. This isn't fair. Yeah. And that's what the players like. That's one of the big selling points on the players. So the players then are they're wanting to change it from six years to two years. No. They've abandoned that. What do you mean? They don't. They no longer want yeah, to. Yeah, the, the players have given up on that. They wanted to change it from like instead of six years, make it like an age thing. To where if you're 26, you hit free agency, or if you've been in the league for six years, or you're 26. Gotcha. I mean, some of these guys. My come whole up. point was, if they were, they eventually gave up on it. Like, why don't you just say four? You play in the league for four years, and when you do the seasons, do the season as a percentage. If you yeah. play over 75 percent of the games in the season. There it is. Yeah. Or honestly, like, hey, I played in this season. It should count as a full year. Yeah. If, if you're up for most games, like 51% of the games, that should count. 100%. I agree. Yeah. I mean, the way that football does it is pretty damn simple. Here's a four-year contract. And I guess it is a little bit different because, you know, in minor leagues, in baseball – or, sorry, in basketball or football. Yeah. But it, it just seems like the owners are not even willing to budge on a lot of the stuff. And yesterday they set a deadline of February 28th. Uh, so we're about a week away 
They have to have a deal done by then. If they don't have a deal done by then, then it could affect the start date, which is like the end of March or something like that. I think it's March 31st. Is there a March 31st? Yeah. Cool. It's my parents' anniversary. What? It was. <laughs> Not anymore. Your parents' anniversary. Yeah. I thought you said that's my pet's anniversary. I'm like, bro, you don't have a pet. And also, <laughs> pet anniversary is not a thing. <laughs> Stick it on you, dog. I got a fucking fish. <laughs> yeah, but uh, February 28th, the deadline. I do really hope that it happens. I'm not an optimistic person, though, so I don't think that it will happen. Yeah, I mean, this is when I reach a point of stuff where it's like, just quit being so damn difficult and petty. Like, just figure it out. Just sit in a room and don't leave until it's done. And apparently that's um, kind of what they're shooting for, is that next week, it's rumored, I don't see anything that was confirmed, that they're going to meet every day. Instead of like, hey, let's plan a meeting for a Thursday that lasts 15 minutes. They're going to meet every day and try to get it done. Like, why are you not doing this in December, though? Yeah. I get leverage and stuff like that. It's stupid, but just make it happen. I would negotiate. Even say, like, you meet every day. You set right. one meeting and you don't leave. Like food's catered. You're hanging <laughs> it's out. Like you're all duty. about to be best <laughs> friends by the time you leave here. Right? Because all your secrets are out. Because you guys ain't leaving. Mm-hmm. You like your kids? You're not seeing them again until we have baseball. Yeah. Back. Sorry about you. Better figure it out. Yeah. Maybe I saw someone tweet yesterday. It was like, actually, go get the women involved. They'll have this figured out by 9 p.m. tonight. Like, that's a stellar idea. Get someone in there who's going to figure it out. Yeah. To these old, grumpy white guys. Yeah. Who are like, oh, no. I don't want to lose any. I'm used to This is the way we've always done it in baseball. This is the way we're going to continue to do it. Well, baseball's dying, dude. And (laughs) you're not making any better, you old fuck. Best player possibly of all time, Mike Trout. Missing time. Once again. It's absolutely stupid. Something that's not stupid is Miners and Monroe. Go check them out online. At minersinmonroe.com. Use that code MikedUp10. Save yourself 10% off at checkout. Absolutely. And then be sure to visit Gunspot. Be sure to visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And the best part about it is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout. It's just the price of what you're wanting to purchase and the normal sales tax for it. And then you move right on along. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you're in a position to protect you and your family. You can do that with gunspot.com. Now time for a little bit of basketball talk, which we've really dove into over the last couple of days, and mainly because it's All-Star Weekend. Uh, tonight, the festivities will begin uh, with two of my, one of my favorite things. There's the celebrity basketball game. I don't know if you're as into this as I am. I used to watch it every single year. Mm-hmm. Uh, secret for you, Tell the Truth Friday, or Fantasy Friday, Hopeful Friday, Futuristic Friday. I want to play in this game one day. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting it, dog. It'd be so much fun. It would be fun. I would run Kevin Hart over. You got to catch him first. Oh, he ain't getting out of my hands, dog. He's he's in pretty good shape. I don't know if you're aware of that. I'm aware. He's also the same height as my mother. I might be taller. He's pretty short. <laughs> but, I, yeah, you know, a guy like Kevin Hart usually plays in this. I didn't see his name on the list. Uh, you've got guys like Quavo is going to play in it. Machine Gun Kelly going to play in it. They are on the same team. Uh, just looking at some of the guys I know, Jack Harlow is going to play in it. Kane Brown going to play in it. Miles Garrett is going to play in it. Ooh. <laughs> you signing up for this? Heck yeah, I'm on his team. <laughs> you think so? Matt James, The Bachelor, going to play in it. Thank That's God cool. they tell you where these people are from because most of them, <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe I'll know, like, I'll see them, and I'll be like, oh, okay. There's a Peloton instructor who's going to play in it. That's cool. I bet they're in super good shape. I love when you get the people <laughs> that are, like, sneaky, like, kind of old, but it's like I was an actual hooper when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to come play in it. Like, Quavo is pretty good, but I there used to be, like, a politician that would play. And he played, like, college basketball. He's like, yeah, hey, I'm kind of old, but I can actually shoot, and I know how to play basketball. Yeah. That was always entertaining for me. So that is going to be uh, tonight. I'm not probably going to watch that one tonight. But also they have the Rising Stars game, which is uh, usually a pretty excited one. Uh, but they have like like a four-team draft thing that's going on this year, I guess. I'll figure it out once I watch it. I'm not doing my research over the Rising Stars game. But guys like Evan Mobley, Lonzo Ball, 
um, Edwards from Minnesota. They've, they've got some really good, talented players that play in this game. Cade Cunningham, going to get a look at him. It's kind of exciting to watch these guys, these young guys play. Yeah. And get a look at, like, who is, who's the future. Oh, 100%. And the one thing that's really catching my attention here now is how every event is sponsored by something else. Like uh-huh. the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game, mm-hmm. the Clorox Rising Stars. It doesn't even make sense, but they're like, the yep, State let's do Farm it. Farm <laughs> All-Star Saturday Night, uh-huh. Taco Bell Skills Challenge, Mountain Dew Three-Point Contest, AT&T Slam Dunk. Yeah. Y'all just called a slam dunk on. <laughs> it's like they got money though. Shit, they're like bowl games, like the Tostitos <laughs> yeah. Fiesta Bowl or whatever it is. Uh, uh, there are there are a lot yeah, of. Yeah, I was MVP of the uh, Ruffle Celebrity Game. What you got to <laughs> say about it? You have a trophy right of it. It's a but bag it, of chips. Yeah, it's probably going to be like a big ass bag of chips or something like that. It's not even like cool. That's what I would do. I would walk out there with ruffles. I'd have like a bag of ruffles in my hands trying to play. And if someone gets in my face, I'm throwing the bag at you. You catch it. Maybe right around you. Floater. Maybe that's part of like the skills contest. You know, That'd be impressive. Who's sponsoring the skills? The Taco Bell. You got to try to eat a taco while dribbling the ball. <laughs> Ate it. <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be a big one. I did see. Uh, I didn't do again much research on this because it's just like a fun thing. I saw that uh, Giannis and his brothers are part of the skills challenge, but they're a team, and then they're going up against like members of the Cavaliers. But him and his two brothers, who are not all on the same team, by the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are teaming up for the skills challenge, which is just – it's kind of cool. And you'll get another big guy in there. The three-point competition, I feel like, is – it's almost like the event of Saturday night now. Like, I'm not even looking forward to the dunk contest. You're looking forward to the skills challenge? Not really. Three-point contest. Oh, excuse me. Okay. That's where you get, you know, some guys that are pretty good shooters. I want to see – um, you know, Trey Young and Carl Anthony Towns is in it, too. He's come out and said, like, he's the greatest shooting big man of all time. Let's see it. I don't believe it. <laughs> I'm not going to after Saturday night, but, like, time to put your nuts on the table. Let's see what you got, Kat. <laughs> and I do wish that you would see guys like Steph Curry should be in it every year. He's yeah, because even the last couple of years that he was in it, Clay won it, not him. Right. So it's like, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. But I am, I'm looking forward to that. If you were to, to go one. do a three-point contest and the time, how many threes do you think you'd make? In 60 seconds? Yep. Is that what they give them? From uh, NBA We'll three? give you a minute and a half. From NBA three? No. Just normal three. Like regular high school? Yeah. Five. Really? Six, maybe? Okay. You got, you got to also remember, father of two, I'm used to playing on an eight-foot goal. If I can get an eight-foot goal... 12. Shit, dog. You can do better than that. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I'd, I'd get tired, though. <laughs> My legs start hurting. And right now, I don't feel 100%. So yeah, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not shooting a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people who uh, are not active, though, like myself, you forget how much strength it takes to actually shoot a basketball. Like, by the time you get to the top of the key, you're going to be winded. Yeah, you're out of breath. That's a lot of jumping. Mm-hmm. Your body's going to be hurting. You got to make sure you're still focused on keeping your back straight. And just keeping the hand in the cookie jar, but not for uh, not for a long time, because then you got to grab the next ball. That's yeah. the other part, is because you start to stress yourself out on where you're at on time. I also might have to shoot a youth ball. <laughs> I can dominate that, though. I guess we'll just go line it up in the driveway, dog. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, we'll have to do like a free throw contest on that one. And also the All-Star game, I'm very excited about. And it got me thinking... Uh, because obviously the other day I made some comments about Kobe being one of the only players to win a championship on his own. I think people thought I forgot about the Shaq era. Just from the tweet, people that listened to the show were probably like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know Kobe and Shaq played together. I was not talking about those I days. I saw people quote tweeting. I was like, yeah, I guess Shaq just never played for the fucking <laughs> right. Lakers. And I was like, get his ass. <laughs> How dumb do you think I am to just be like, oh, Kobe won one on his own. Yeah, Shaq was there, but. This no. guy's got a sports podcast. Never heard of Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> right. And that's where I guess context matters a lot. <laughs> and not just like, I'm going to read the tweet. And it didn't even hit me at first. But some guy was like, before I respond, like, are you trolling? And then I remembered, I saw some other tweets and people were like, oh, Shaq. I'm like, no, fuckers. Like, I know, I know Shaq and Kobe won one together. But I've been thinking a lot about old basketball. And I looked up the 2002 NBA All-Star team. And I tell you, it smelled pretty nostalgic with that one. Yeah. There's some good players on this one. And 
I think they might be able to beat this group of players right now. What? Uh-huh. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Carl Malone, Steve Nash, Dirk, Shaq, Gary Payton, Chris Webber. Jesus. And then the East was Ray Allen, Vince Carter, Baron Davis, Allen Iverson, Jordan, 2002. Yeah, Wizards Jordan, so I don't know how much I'm counting that one. Tracy McGrady, Alonzo Mourning, Matumbo, Jermaine O'Neal, Loki, one of my favorite players growing up. Same. Paul Pierce, and Antonio Walker. Yeah. So, I mean, Uh right? It's sneaky good. And if you're going to the 2022 roster, LeBron's pretty old. Yeah. I'm not saying we get prime Michael versus prime LeBron. I'm saying, like, at that time in 2002, I still think Jordan scored quite a few points that game. Obviously, LeBron was surprised, yeah. Uh, But, you know, prime Kobe going in there. And just the roster of guys that they had. Even like Ray Allen spotting up in the corner. Vince Carter. I love Vince Carter. Was this the year that he did the dunk contest? Was it 2002? I don't know what year it was. That's the greatest dunk contest of all time. Yeah. Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine going back and forth. What? <laughs> Are you serious? You aged yourself so much on that one. Dude, that was an incredible dunk contest. It really Zach was. Levine and Aaron Gordon? Yes. Like five years ago, six years ago? Hell yeah, it was amazing. He jumped over a fucking mascot on a hoverboard going in a circle. So you have to time the ball coming around, jumps over him, teabags the mascot, between the legs, slams at home. You've seen the Vince Carter one, though, right? Yeah, he just puts his elbow in it. Sick. No. That's cool. The reverse 360? Yeah, whatever. We see it all the time now. Yeah. I... Vince Carter was 2000. Agree to disagree. You said Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Yeah. Rewatch that dunk contest. I guess I'm going to have to. I have some highlights pulled up. I'm also like, I'm not a like a gimmick guy. Like, what does the car need to be there for? The you car I never understood out. with uh, Blake Griffin. Right? Like, like okay. He, you, still did, jump. You, you jumped over a car door pretty much. Uh-huh. And then you didn't even jump over the width of the car because it was kind of underneath the basket. I don't know. I'm watching some of these Aaron Gordon highlights. Maybe I have the right year that you're talking about, 2016. Yeah, where they went back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's not Vince Carter. Him hitting people with, like, the silencer, like, the it's over. Yeah. Yeah. That's also, I don't know. I feel like that's the only thing Vince Carter's known for. I like Vince Carter as a player. I feel like I <laughs> only know Vince Carter as dunking basketball. Really? No no regular season accolades, nothing in the playoffs. You know Aaron Gordon like sucks though, right? As 100% a player. <laughs> yes. Zach Levine's good. He was not good then. Aaron Gordon's a decent big guy. He's in he's in Denver right now. He's not anything spectacular. He's a I'm not saying player. he's great. He's decent. He is nowhere near I'm pretty sure he's starting. Vince Carter. Are him and Jokic both starting? I think they are. In Denver, he played pretty solid there. Uh, what was it last year when he got traded? Yeah, but Vince Carter is or will be a Hall of Famer for sure, it's because he played so damn long. I'm God forbid sure. any of these other guys come in and get a chance because we have Vince Carter because he put his freaking elbow in the rim. That's awesome. Hit a three. He was an eight-time All Star. Cool. Two-time All NBA. And averaged 16 points a game throughout his career. Like I said, I like Vince Carter. In my lifespan, I've only realized or recognized Vince Carter as a guy who won the dunk contest and could dunk. Very flashy. I know he's on the Olympic team. I know he jumped over someone as well and dunked. That was really cool. That's about all I know of Vince Carter, though. Can I put my – just I got a question. You BC, to, uh... can you put your elbow in the rim on an eight-foot goal? Yes. Will I, though? No, because that shit fucking hurts. <laughs> I tried it before, and I thought my arm was going to snap in half. I think you need to watch some Vince Carter highlights when you're off this weekend. Yes, I will. I'm gonna, then I'm going to come in here and say, Vince Carter was the best player ever. Not ever, but he was very good. And you're like, Aaron Gordon is good. The, the back-and-forth dunk contest between those two is great. I didn't say – I'm not saying Vince Carter was not a good basketball player. I've only came off perceived him as a dunker. 
Which is pretty accurate, though. But yeah. that was a different era of basketball when, it, like, you could just be a guy that got to the rim. Yeah, you, just, you were slashing. It was a slashing style. And, like, even looking at these all-star rosters back and forth, it's kind of a situation where you look at 2002, they're going to bully the shit out of these guys. They're going to attack the basket. You know what I mean? They're going to be kind of not flashy in a way, but they're going to be very dominant physically. You look the at these 2002 guys, group? Yeah. You look at these guys for 2022, they're all shooters. Like, John Morant's going to attack the basket. Jason Tatum will. DeMar DeRozan, though. Like, Giannis will attack the basket. All these other guys, I feel like, are just shooters. Right. Even if you just took the Western Conference side from 2002, mm-hmm. you've got Kobe, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Dirk, and Shaq. <laughs> Good luck. I don't know who your team not like. Who's guarding Shaq? Have fun. Jokic? Yeah, Rudy Gobert, your little weak ass in the paint against Shaq. Jared Allen? That's like. No one is. I wasn't the biggest Shaq fan ever, really. I'm still really not. But, I mean, he was dominant. If he would have been in shape for every regular season game oh. he ever played. Like, He'd I don't be know. the greatest player to ever play. Yeah, I don't know how he wasn't just dropping 30 every night. I also Probably don't know how. Towns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to put your big ass out there? Like, okay, yeah. fine. Come Go down into the line. Yeah. And then when you do take it to the rim, congratulations. You've just found Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, and Shaq, <laughs> who are all seven-footers. It and was a good era of basketball. Dirk's just going to hit you with the fadeaway, tap you the nest with his foot that's sticking out, and then sink it right in your eye. Yep. Another good big guy that we've been talking about, Anthony Davis, won't be playing in the All-Star game. And it looks like he's going to be out like four weeks. And I heard, I think it was actually Doug Gottlieb that was talking about this. And said like everybody's overreacting to Anthony Davis and he's being out. The team wasn't good when he was healthy. So it's not like, oh God, the Lakers are done for now. They weren't good when Anthony Davis was playing. It's, it's going to be a very tough year for the Lakers and Lakers fans. Yeah, and I mean, I just kind of mentioned up and discussed it with the 2002 All-Star roster here. Those guys were bullies, dominant in the paint. The Lakers need that, and they don't have it. You have to have that on a championship team. I think the only team that does have it might be the 76ers with Joel Embiid. Maybe the Nuggets with uh, Jokic, but that's it. Right, even Jokic is kind of a different one because he'll play at the top of the key so much. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't have very many guys that are just going to put their ass on the block and be like, yep, here I am, I'm dominating. Yep. Even Giannis, it's different because he does that Euro step through the lane. <laughs> yeah. Just slithers his way on in. Right, yeah. And like, somehow it still finds a way to go underneath the basket. It takes two steps from the three-point line, and then it's like, okay, here's a little nice lay-in. Yep. I, he is a guy that would give that, uh, that 2002 team a lot of trouble. I think they would just be like, uh, who is this guy? W- what are you doing? Because even guys like Dirk and Tim Duncan, they're the right size. There's no way they're keeping up with yep. them. I don't know who else you have out there that could. What two names you said, Duncan and who? And Dirk. Maybe Kevin Garnett. Maybe Kevin Garnett. That would probably be the appropriate matchup. Yeah. You're going to wear his ass out on the defensive end, though. I would love to hear Kevin Garnett just trash talk Giannis. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Giannis got pissed at someone last night on, like, a loose ball type of foul. Just picked up the dude. Did you see that? Yes. And it was like just at the like, end of the game. How, how strong is this guy? Right. I think he looks so thin, but you don't actually realize how strong he is. It is crazy seeing the pictures of Giannis when he first got to Milwaukee. Yeah. Now, like, yes, I know he's an 18 year old kid, 19 year old kid, and now he's a grown man. But holy smokes, did he freaking! <laughs> it's man almost like up. a Barry Bonds <laughs> level. Yeah. Like, I'm not but accusing him shoot. of steroids, but yeah, like he, he's thick now. Like, even in my mind, he's still kind of that, like, super thin. Like, when I think of him, I think of him as the same size as Kevin Durant. Because that's kind of what he came into the league at. Mm-hmm. He's, that's not it anymore. What Giannis has been able to do with his body is what everyone else wanted Kevin Durant to do. Yeah. And Kevin Durant's like, no, nah, man, I just, I'm fine. No, I'm stay out here and shoot. Yeah. I wish he would get healthy. I'd love to see him in an all-star game again. I don't remember the last time he played in one. Last year he was hurt. This year he's hurt. Yeah. I don't know where I'm at on Kevin Durant. I've always liked him, but I just... I thought you didn't like him. Even when he's an OKC. Like, here's the thing. I respect him as a basketball player because he's clearly good. But, like, as an individual, just, like, watching him play, it's just... I don't know. Just none of it is, like, that's impressive. 
Yeah, that playoff run last year. That was impressive. Like yeah. the foot on the line stuff. Yeah, and he played like every game. And mm-hmm. if he wasn't very tired at the end, he probably would have helped them win. But it's just like when he goes to dunk, it's like, all right, cool. Like I see Giannis dunk, and I'm like, hell yeah. No. That was impressive. Kevin Durant dunks, and it's just so like, did it. Yep. There, there's not a lot of show to his game. He yeah. just wants to play basketball. I guess. I don't know. And, and for some reason, I'm just very unimpressed by that. Well, I don't like Aaron Rodgers, so I get it. Same boat. I know he's good. I don't like him. It's just weird though, because I feel bad for not liking, like, not liking him. Because <laughs> you're too nice. <laughs> I guess so. You know what? He's never gonna know. He's <laughs> never gonna hear your negative comments. Never. Say something bad about Kevin Durant. Just shave your head and your beard. I'm tired <laughs> of that scraggly looking shit. <laughs> there you go. Take My complaint about Kevin Durant, I do like him, is that if he were more of a personality, I think he would probably be running the league. Well, that's the other thing. His personality is just being a whiny little bitch. He's so bland on everything. And over there creating fake freaking Twitter accounts. (laughs) Right. Just so you can tweet it yourself. (laughs) And getting caught. I wish I had a burner account. Tell the truth, Friday, I don't have one. I, I have never. I actually was joking around with some friends a long time ago, and I was like, I'm gonna create one. Then they all got the alert on their phone that I had joined Twitter, like your contact, my phone number, has joined Twitter. This is their username. I'm like, well, <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, why? I'm not even going to try to create a burner account. I'm just going to tweet from my account. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't understand. Excuse me through that yawn. I just, I guess I don't understand the burner accounts. Like, I get it, but I just, what's the purpose of doing it? To just troll. To, just to be an asshole. To talk shit. Just talk shit then. Mm-hmm. I say, say that I'm being a nice guy who just doesn't doesn't talk shit. But <laughs> have you ever had a mean tweet? Have you ever, you ever sent one? Uh, I think I've told someone to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Got their ass. Sheesh. Better look out. Country <laughs> coming in. Might be the meanest thing you've ever said to someone. <laughs> yeah. Because I, yeah. I just I feel bad even if I joke with someone. And then it's like I say something that's like, ah, I got to go apologize. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just I was upset and annoyed. My bad. <laughs> or sometimes you will actually make like a funny joke, almost like a burn. And immediately you apologize. It's like, no, it's fine. You can. Yeah, because I don't want to I don't want to sit there and joke. dwell on it. I understand how some people could just sit there and remember something. And like, because I did that to someone in high school. I told someone you need to go find a new career because the one that you want to pursue, you're not going to be very good at. It's not a very nice thing to say to your teachers. It, <laughs> it was actually a classmate that wanted to go be a nurse. She is now a nurse. And it was like, whoops. <sighs> yeah. She, she probably did, thinks about it every day did, when she, she clocks I, in. She's like, she that. legitimately did tell me that. She's like, you fueled me going to nursing school because you told me I shouldn't do it or couldn't. I, I had an ex-girlfriend's like, mom tell me that I would never graduate college. And it did fuel me to graduate college. Yeah. Yep. She was like, what? Honest Scott, she was like, why are you even with this guy? Like, he's never going to graduate. He's never going to do anything with his life. Fuck you, bitch. Look <laughs> at me now. <laughs> and, the th- and the worst part about it to that classmate is, like, she was a good friend of mine. Like, in a way, still is. we just growing up through life, whatever. I never realized, like, how rude it came off. Because it was just, like, as a joke. She's trying to read something in class. Couldn't say a word. I couldn't say the word either. But it's like, I knew I'm not. Like, I knew I was not going to go be a fucking nurse. So I didn't care. I was like, maybe you should pick something you else. Made you made fun can't. of a, a kid for reading? Not reading. Mm, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's stuff that will stick with people for forever. Obviously, you know that now. Yeah, and I felt really bad when they told me. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do to show you how sorry I am. But Let I me am. read this passage for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's mention some of our other great uh, sponsors as we get more and more random. Uh, Club 609, a great spot to be great appetizers great happy hour from two o'clock until eight o'clock every weekday and on saturday they have that happy hour from 11 a.m until 8 p.m two for one drink specials two dollar draft pours at club 609 yep and before you go to six online make sure you stop at downtown lube to get your oil serviced and your tires changed or anything maybe your your tire service or your oil changed or any just get your vehicle serviced in general i don't know what part needs to be serviced but get it done and take care i got of right something here. you can service here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri at Downtown Lube. Visit their website at downtownlube.com for your full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when 
you're going to need either one of those service to change. Get that taken care of here in the Joplin area at downtown Luton. All right, I saw these things floating around the internet, and I'm going to tweet one of them. It was like a, a pick three thing. We were talking about it yesterday, and I was like, okay, what would you choose? Um, so I just retweeted it. If, so if you're curious, if you're a visual person like I am, go take a look at my Twitter, at Mellow if you're listening live, or if you just want to keep up with the conversation and you're listening later. It's, you can only pick three pills, only three. The first pill is perfect health. Number two, choose or keep a body type. Number three is super strength. Four, heal others' illness. Five, super intelligent. Six, find love forever. Seven, talk to deceased loved ones. Well, that's an interesting one. I did not see that on there the first Mm -hmm. time. That one's in play for me. Eight, change three things from the past. And nine, unlimited money. You said you you had yours. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You figured it out. You beat the system. 100%. So I'm curious to hear what you have as your three. So number one, perfect health. Number two was number six, find love forever. And the third one was number nine, unlimited money. So My you're mindset going with it was. One, some, six, nine. One, six, nine. Damn, yeah. she's funny. <laughs> My mindset with it was I wanted to do four, which is heal others' illnesses. And uh-huh. I thought, you know what? I could heal anyone's illness but I can't go to them. And if they're too sick to come to me, you're shit out of luck. So I thought, huh, give me perfect health so I can be around people who are ill and give me unlimited money so I can take people who can heal others' illnesses to people that are sick and get them taken care of and pay for those expenses to where no one has to worry about it, mm-hmm. and I can do it with my lover. I don't think that's the way this game works. And then when I'm saving lives, I can go travel the world too. I think it's you. You only get these three. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. No one else. I'm sure I just took it as everyone in the world gets to pick the three. And I saw this the other day, and I even told you yesterday. It's like, oh, I have a take on it, too. I think if you don't choose number four, you're a shitty person. <laughs> that was literally what I thought when I saw this. <laughs> really? My <laughs> mindset was like, I'm making sure I'm okay, and I'm making sure I have money so I can take care of other people. Uh-huh. you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. Exactly. Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to be around all those illnesses, and then I'm going to get sick, and it's like, <laughs> fuck me. I'm done. So mine's very similar to yours. Uh, mine would be one perfect health, mm-hmm. four <laughs> solve everybody else's sickness, yeah, and then nine unlimited money. Fuck that love. It's not even real. That's your. It's take, probably real for some people. You to, that's your. That's your opinion on it. That's fine. <laughs> I'm still give. I'm still still holding on some hope for that. And you can uh, tweet at us and let us know. Also, what you would take. I. Is there one on here that just stands out? Like, number eight, change three things from the past. That's the worst one. Yeah. Don't in my change. opinion. I look back. I was talking to someone about this the other day, actually. Like, anything, like, anytime I go through something bad or adversity, I've switched my mindset of being like, why is this happening to me? How in the world am I going to overcome this? It's and the, I've uh, turned it into, and it's not like a, oh, this happened to me. Like, no, oh, it's make the Tom the Brady of, thing. It's yeah, the, it's happening what for is a it, reason. The proverb of the Chinese farmer. Yeah, the the maybe guy, the maybe yeah. story, and it's also the fact of like, okay, cool. This just adds to my story of who I am, to where I reach the point that I want. Or it's like, okay, someone can ask me what all have you gone through, and I was like, boom, this is it. If I can overcome it, so can you. So my thing part is of my my success story is how I look at when bad shit happens. I've had a lot of bad shit happen, so <laughs> I got a heck of a story once I make it. I'll tell you that. But I have the ultimate belief that I will one day. So I'm, I've been living it pretty easy. Not gonna lie, not a lot of drama, not a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of problems over here in this life. That's good. Even, <laughs> even my divorce, which people are like weird to talk to me about. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like if I make a joke, they're like, oh, I don't know. I know, I'm fucking over it. Best thing that ever happened to me, and I mean that. I'm not just saying it to be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm over it. I 100% tell the truth Friday. Mean that was the best thing that ever happened to me. I believe you. I would not be here where I am today if I were still married. I might not be here today if I were still married. <laughs> I was miserable. And that's nothing against my ex-wife. I was miserable. I just don't think that I'm a guy that's supposed to spend time with other people like that. Yeah. It's just not in the cards for me. 
even on Valentine's Day, <laughs> tell the truth Friday, I was looking at, there were so many people that were posting and they're like, oh, I guess Cupid didn't hit me this year. Like, uh, better aim next year, Cupid. And I'm like, stay away from me, homie. <laughs> I want nothing to do with that in this dumb holiday, all these lonely people out there. I'm living the dream. Stay away, you creepy little naked baby with your arrow. Naked babies. <laughs> I think Cupid's naked. Is he? I didn't know he was naked. I mean, it's pretty awkward. I thought it had the old, like, cloth thing around. Kind of like the old Tarzan. Yeah, clearly thing. him and I have not spent a lot of time together. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't. Whatever, man. Cupid's got, got you right in the sights. You're going to be sitting here like, whatever, whatever. I'm like, dang. Don't make me make another ears. bet. No, 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 I'm not giving you my money. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll do it. Cause you're just, you're just too good of a guy. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Cupid's, I'm... Just, Cupid's just waiting. He's got you on one. George Strait said it best. What'd he say? I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. Yeah, shut up. You better be here for a long time. I don't Otherwise, mean I'm be sad. I don't mean L-I-B-I-N. And then I'm going to change my numbers to eight. It's uh, uh, <laughs> <to> number seven. <laughs> no, no, no. You and all your money can pay for my funeral, I guess. <laughs> uh, and another thing I saw on the internet was if you could only eat from one restaurant for the rest of your life, where would it be? <laughs> Easy. Wait. Does it have to be a restaurant or is a fast food joint considered in this? Yeah, I'd consider that. Any, any type of restaurant. Chick-fil-A. I, I think it's up there. thought. Yeah, you and I both are uh, big Chick-fil-A yeah. guys. You can tell by looking at us. But I saw, again, I don't watch Good Morning Football. I saw Kyle Brandt talking about Fogo de Chow. Have you been there before? Nope. It's good, but like I think Is you that get – a rich person restaurant? Yeah, it's pretty pricey. Yeah, I haven't been there. It's a steak place. They have one in Kansas City, but it's unlimited steak. Unlimited. Wait, unlimited steak? Yes. And others, they have like lamb chops and – they got all kinds of stuff, but it's unlimited. So you it, can just be sitting there and be like, I'll take a sirloin, a ribeye, yep. T-bone. Kind of. They walk around and they Wagyu. have like these big skewers of meat. And you have a card, like a red card, green card that you can flip over. And if it's on green, that means like, yeah, come talk to me. I'm still eating. If you flip it over to red, that's like, hey, give me a break. I'm trying to eat this. So they're just walking around. And if they see you have a green card on the table, they'll be like, excuse me, sir, would you like uh, this? And you can eat it. The thing is, I've done this a couple times. You, I never feel like I get my money's worth. I'm always like, man, I, I'm loaded up. Like I can't, I cannot eat anymore. How much is it? Like seventy a plate, maybe. Seventy a plate. It's unlimited. <laughs> so I don't know if you're yeah, seventy. My is like, unlimited. Is that's a good deal. Sirloin, I'm full. <laughs> right. Like even when we go to, we've been to the steakhouses several times. I can't get a big steak. It does fill me up. Which is great. Love that. That's how food should be. It's Maybe I should eat more food like that instead of going to fucking Chick-fil-A and taking I'll take a number one meal and then being like, oh, thank God. And at Chick-fil-A, you could – I guess you could switch it up a little bit. You could go with the nugs. I do think that one of the, the holes – chicken, you stay healthy with the people. Ooh, I was going to say one of the holes chicken. in that argument, though, is that it's only chicken. Cool. I'm going to have a chicken salad, chicken wrap. Chicken it up, dog. I think I've talked myself out of Chick Fil A. I like it. I don't, and it is now one of my favorite. More rules on there. I'm looking at a restaurant with the whole menu. Yeah, I know, but at Chick Fil A, it's only chicken. I love chicken, though. <laughs> <laughs> I might go with like like a Mexican restaurant. Oh, now you're thinking. Then you can mix it up every day. You get some queso when you want it. And I think uh, like a pizza would probably be a popular one. I love pizza, but I think you get very sick of it very quickly. Very quickly. Because I mean, even if you mix it up and you make it a little bit different, you're eating pretty much the same thing every day. Well, even when people are just like, you know, I mean, I'm going to have a cheeseburger pizza. Have a fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> like, I don't understand why anyone wants a cheeseburger flavored chip, pizza, anything. Cheeseburger is a cheeseburger. Leave it that way. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I, that's one thing that I think super weird. When people throw flavors on stuff just to throw flavors on stuff. I've told this story before on previous podcasts. So if you've heard it before, I apologize. I used to work with a guy who loved, um, what is it called, like Papa Murphy's? Mm-hmm. It's where you can go and like design your own pizza and then take it home and like cook it yourself. This motherfucker <laughs> would go to Papa Murphy's and get like a pizza. I don't remember all the details of it. 
but he wouldn't put like hardly anything on it. And then on his way home, he would stop at a Chinese restaurant and get cashew chicken. And he would put the cashew chicken on the pizza to where he was eating like the rice, the sauce, the chicken on a crust. In the nuts? Probably. I don't I don't remember. It's been cashew 15 years. Won't the nut, yeah, cashew nuts. Yeah. yeah. It, but it, that was like his this has been in game plan. Missouri. Uh, he was very, very high when he would do this. I've never tried it. He claims it's like the best pizza in the world. The the different textures that would be on that pizza almost makes you want to throw up thinking about it. At the same time, though, you're already kind of getting that. If you go like beef and mushrooms and olives, like you're getting a lot of different texture. Yeah, but they, they've all been co- – I don't know. Well, no, because with the freaking Chinese food, it's going to be slimy due to the sauce. Melted cheese pretty slimy. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell you on it, and but I will like, never eat it. it. <sighs> I wish dude, I, that dude's messed up. That dude needs some help. I, I think Stop. he eventually got it. <laughs> Michael <don't> Jordan. <laughs> but it was it was it was wild. But that's it for us today. Uh, Big country and I <laughs> off all weekend. We'll be back tomorrow. Not tomorrow. I just said we're off all weekend. We will be back on Monday, uh, probably talking about some of this All Star Game stuff that's going down. And the NFL is always alive and well. And also, hopefully, come Monday, we have baseball to talk about. And we know when spring training is going to happen. But we'll cover all that Monday right here in the call-in app. Monday, 10 a.m. Central Time. We thank you guys for joining us today.